Welcome back to Game Investing. Hopper here to talk about the certified link auctions that kind of blew up uh, the market a couple days ago. These all ended uh, January 7th, 2021. In the evening, at the same time Heritage was going off, Heritage had a nice SMB2 CIB go off that has really blown up the market for CIB. I'm seeing uh, four or five figure deals flying left and right on social media. As you may or may not know, if you're new to the channel, every time a big piece goes off, um, it creates a flurry of activity on the secondary market. These days, it's mostly eBay, Instagram, and Facebook messaging, DMs, pictures, stuff like that. So Comic Link got thrown into the mix this past Monday, and instead of doing a, a Heritage recap, I thought I might do a Comic Link recap and then later do just an overall February recap on Heritage. Um, it's just too much to do them weekly right now. I'm in the middle of a, the first and only big real estate deal of my life trying to move uh the whole operation a thousand miles to Silicon Valley. So bear with me. I had to drop this because um, there was some nice sealed stuff that went off. So let's just start from the top. Eight eyes, nine, four, a, and we got a lot of pedigree here. Indiana pedigree, 555, 275 on a Castilian. Um, Friday the 13th, seven, five, a goes off for 275. Most all these are ovals. Jackal round, that's uh, that's an early piece, 9A. And the investors coming in these days are really uh, putting the cutoff at 9. 9 is really the magic number for investment grade currently. I, I don't know if that's going to shake out in the future of historical rises because things like the 7.5 uh, or the 7.0 mat sticker, 5.0 mat sticker, I mean, Right now, the market's going later, higher grade, but if you look at coins, comics, cards, Pokemon, everything's going earlier. So games are going in the opposite direction of all other collectibles. All other collectibles go earlier. Um, I assume people would prefer a Michael Jordan rookie card in a lower mid-grade over a gem mint later grade. I assume people would prefer a lower to mid uh, first print turtles comic book over a later uh, higher grade comic book that's how it is in other collectibles but in games it's exactly backwards is that a temporary thing is that a buyer's market or is that a seller's market i don't know i personally in my own opinion would not spend ten thousand or more on a later print but uh you know i tend to be a contrarian so jackal is a round seal pedigree 9a you know, something like 900 ship. That's not bad. Here we got a Zelda with the Red Stripe Classic Series. I assume that means that's after they printed a million. We're talking a later print eye candy piece. 80 plus VGA. Let's say that crosses it as an 8, 5, or 9. Maybe 1,500 bucks all in. So there you go. You got money chasing later print shiny stuff. 9.2 A++ pedigree. Metroid. Now, I'm not an expert on Metroid, but... After black boxes come silver boxes. This has an oval seal. And on the back of it, it has a plastic hang tab. So I'm going to wildly guess that that's not first print, but I don't know. Um, $16,000 all in is a significant figure. You tell me, is that first print, second print, third print? Um, where does that rank in the Metroid timeline and the 92A plus compared to Heritage Souls? Do your research. Bart and the Space Mutants, uh, over 1700 for an A9A plus oval. 
anything significant here's a mario brothers 94a this is a beautiful eye candy later print the rumor now is there's three left bros prints well in sealed it's going to be considered one if it's sealed it's going to be one of the three so we're talking about russian roulette if you're going to open a sealed copy um in the cib world which is a different animal oval is not a first print oval could be a fourth print in the sealed world it's a second print i guess i guess there's only two prints sealed so over twelve thousand dollars for a 94a on one hand that looks cheap when you're looking at possibly 150 to 300 to 400,000 for the Mario in April against this, you know, the left bros that went off last year for 156. I mean, if you got a newcomer coming in, they've got money. They're throwing money at video games. They see the Super Mario yellow box go off for 156. They see Comic Link, uh, you know, run right around 10 grand. Why not jump on it? Are we talking 10x? Yeah, we're talking 10x. 10x seems like let's talk about the 156 the current world record in q1 2021 the current world record is 156 grand for a first print quote unquote sealed left bros if it wasn't sealed we'd have to confirm first print but we're going to confirm that as the finest highest grade first to market first to heritage sealed first print SMB2, which is Miyamoto's masterpiece. You can uh, hear a lot about that on prior episodes. But anyway, I believe this is the highest form of human art. I believe this was a two-year project, hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe only a hundred million if you if you count everything. Uh, derivatives, ancillary, advertising, development, sales, marketing, shipping, distribution, development, everything. Um, all in. I, I think this blows away like a, a fine art piece that takes months to paint by one painter, for example. This is high art. This is teams, uh, multicultural um, barriers, uh, global impact, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, on top of trillion gamers. So when you look at it from that point of view, you're coming in, you have money, you're coming over from another collectible area, you're not savvy yet, you see Left Bros at 156, you see the exact same box exact same water case in a higher grade bros is the only difference and you say wow 10 grand i'll jump on that 12 grand i'll jump on that so on one hand 12 grand seems cheap one tenth 10x is the premium for first to market finest and first print 10 times a later second print that hits the mark later i don't know you tell me um, I wouldn't spend 12 grand on a right bros because I'm a dealer and I can't lock up all that capital in one piece. Plus my insurance policy tops out at 10. So I, I couldn't even bid on that piece. Um, investors, I guess they're grabbing everything they can. I know enough. Here's a top gun oval second mission as an investor. Why buy that? You know, you might as well buy the, uh, the top gun original track and field Two. Why buy that? Might as well buy the track and field one. Wario. Why buy Wario when you can buy Mario? Yoshi's Cookie. I don't know how early that is in the franchise. Yoshi could be one of those franchises that might be top 50. I come over from sports cards and we talk about the top 50 NBA players all the time. In sports cards, uh, currently 2020, 2021, that is the collectible space. Um, back in the day, it was baseball. So when you talk about the top 50 franchises, 
Is Yoshi in there? It's either on the bubble or near there. I would say top 100. You tell me pedigree, Indiana, 9.6 A+, super high grade. Um, is that a first print? I don't know. I don't know oval yet. I'm trying to learn uh, round before I move on to oval. Hopefully the next stop is going to be uh, silver boxes. 1,200, you know, over 1,200 for an almost perfect Yoshi's Cookie seems like a decent deal if that's a first print. Frogger, red stripe across the bottom, not a first print. Stay away, investors. Got some Atari going off here. Miss Pac-Man, almost bleeding out. Raiders, even with a Hollywood connection, great game, 230 bucks. River Raid, Atari soft, soft, soft. Even skiing by Activision, which I've seen go off for, you know, much more, 200 NS. Here's a significant piece. This is first print Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back 9-2, A++, perfect ceiling grade, which is insane. Um, $700 all in. Actually, $700 plus shipping, I do believe. I do believe Certified Link is free to join. I do believe they do not charge a buyer's premium, but... I do think there might be a shipping charge and or a credit card charge either uh, before the shipping charge or on top of the whole thing. Title Match Pro Wrestling, I heard that over in sports cards, the Rocks rookie card, which is like a college football sports illustrated for kids perforated um, tear out card from a magazine that has gone ballistic. And um, we've already seen a lot of WWE and WWF get a lot of attention in the early days in 2020 on Heritage. Question is, are people going to go back into all wrestling titles? Um, or are they just going to focus on WWE, WWF, UFC, those big brands? That's something for you to decide as an investor. Um, here's an 8-bit PC game, Return of the Jedi. That's the system that I grew up on. Um, and this goes to show you if you're if you're raised in the wrong age, in other words, if you were uh, raised in the if you raised gaming in the 60s or 70s or 80s, early 80s in the golden age, um, you were raised on the wrong system because Atari home computing stuff is is dirt cheap. 98B plus went for pennies on the dollar 351 compared to the Empire going for 2x um, for a lower grade. So clearly, PC has not arrived, and I don't expect it to arrive for quite a while until someone hypes it, um, or someone writes a book, or a streamer gets into old vintage PC games, or a, you know, a YouTuber starts doing PC retro gaming channels. Um, and then we get to SNES. We're out of my realm. There was an Intellivision piece that went off, and and if you heard my last podcast episode about the origin of Mario. Look at the difference between the $25,000 six months prior 7.5 NS ColecoVision Donkey Kong versus the one that went off two days ago for $180 in a much higher grade 9.2 NS Intellivision. Now, Intellivision came out later. Same title, same game, Mario number one, Mario number one in America. When I say Mario number one or something number one, first appearance, first print, I'm usually almost always talking about the North American market, primarily the United States of America, 48 continental states. Um, up until I say I'm not talking about that anymore. So up through the first 100 episodes of this podcast, I'm mainly 99% talking about the 48 states, maybe Hawaii and Alaska are concluded. North America can be 
confused with Canadian titles. I just got a 9-8-A++ Canadian LeBron James first appearance cover on NBA 2K14. That's pending. But that's a good example of a buyer that wants both of them. They want both North American. The Canadian has a English-French front cover and back, whereas the American just has an English. The games are identical. Um, a lot of the older retro stuff, you're going to see an insert in the back of the game that has a, a French manual. So in other words, during production, rather than reprinting the artwork insert, they actually produce a manual and then rewrap it. I've actually even seen a WADA game I had, actually I still have possibly, that has both. So it was Wi-Fi sealed by the North American, American USA factory, and then it was shrink-wrapped again with the French manual on, on the back. So on the back of the WADA label, it actually has two seal jobs. Like it'll have Wi-Fold first party, and then it has third party seam or something. I can't remember, maybe RTB or something. It's just amazing um, when you start getting into variations. There are variations on sealed um, as well as CIB. Getting back to Donkey Kong, that was the last uh, 8-bit piece, I do believe, for a little while here. Then we're on to SNES. Bronchi the Bronchosaurus. 95+. plus. Now, we've got some really big grades for VGA. This is something you're not going to see at Heritage. Um, Comic Link is bringing VGA into the marketplace. And they, they, they brought in quite a few 95s. Now, from what I understand, the competitive advantage about VGA is that they can verify if something is uncirculated. And I think that's a big, a big thing in toys, I'm assuming, because I know back in the day to get the, you know, the really good Hot Wheels, you had to know someone that worked at Toys R Us. They're there at the back dock when the semi-truck pulls up. They get the case packs. They crack them open and they pull out you know, the chasers, and those are going to be quote-unquote uncirculated. And what that means to me is it never hit the retail shelf. We just had a Spider-Man go off. Um, it caused quite a, quite a roar in the community, and it goes to show that a lot of people aren't reading the back of their WADA labels. Uh, you got to read the copyright dates, the trademarks, the registered trademarks, the warranties, the the seal of qualities, the Nintendo, the, the licensing agreements at the bottom of the box. Not just the story behind the game. You've got to read the legal and business stuff to really understand variations if you want to be, quote unquote, a sophisticated investor. If you're just a collector collecting the game because you love to play it, most of the games play the same. But if you're interested in timelines and checking the historical box, figuring out which one's rarer, which one came first, um, you're going to have to read the back. And on top of that, if you're going to become a sophisticated sealed collector, you might want to study the difference between uncirculated and circulated. According to Heritage, that just went off two days ago for the first time in history that I know of, um, we had two Atari pieces of the identical same game, identical print run, non-upside-down back variant. In other words, the normal standard first print release, not a short print, they went off for 2x difference. So one went off for about two grand, the other went off for about 45. I posted that on Instagram and no one caught that I said two words. I said, I said like loose versus uncirculated or something loose versus case pack. So the one that was cheap was loose, what I call loose. That means it hit a retail shelf. 
it somehow got saved over the years. Maybe it hit retail, didn't sell, got thrown in a box, returned to the distributor. So the case pack got open, it got handled, it probably got displayed. Then it got to WADA 30 years later. The uncirculated uh, piece on the back of the WADA label right below the subgrades, always look at the white area below the subgrades, look for qualifiers, ceiling, anything. Read every word. If you're going to drop $5,000, $10,000, $150,000 on a piece, please read every word. Read every word in the description at Heritage Comic Link and Comic Connect. Read every word on the back of the WADA label. Read every word on the back of the box, maybe even the side of the box. Um, because you can only blame yourself. If you buy something that you thought was third print and it turns out to be fifth print, you thought something was sealed out of a case pack, but it was actually new in box. You thought a new, you know, an NS meant that it was shrink wrapped, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm bringing this up because I'm looking at a whole row of very high, high end. The highest end game is going to be uncirculated. And, and that's proof in the pudding right there with Heritage. It didn't trickle down the comic link. I'm seeing VGA 95s going off for, you know, three figures. That's just insanity. Good luck finding a 95, period. Now, good luck finding a sealed case and sending that to WADA and WADA opening up the case and giving you a 98A++. So for VGA... I know personally a guy that uh, he sent in uh, three cases of Star Wars uh, Death Star 8-bit computer, the stuff that I grew up with. My rig was Atari 400 modded. I'm sure you know that. I even replaced the keyboard, by the way, and up the RAM. So my gaming rig was basically a quote-unquote PC. We didn't call that a PC back in the day. We just called it an Atari. We didn't call The Atari was not the 2600. We'd say my Atari. And that was a 400-800. The 2600 was in the living room. I talked about that on the last podcast. But anyway, he sent in three sealed cases 35 years after the fact. You would think that they would all be uncirculated. Nope. He got like one 95 plus uncirculated. And I think I got it from him. Thank you. Shout out to Evolve Comics and Collectibles up in Washington. I love you, Brad, for sending me that piece. That's like, uh, I think I played that game. but um. I really appreciate that piece. That's the closest thing to starting a personal collection in my inventory. Um, you know, of a half million or two. I don't know how much I've spent on games in the last 10 years. But uh, the good ones come in and go out. So far, that one hasn't gone out, and I'm happy. Um, it's uncirculated. So I do believe that's a gold seal in the upper middle of the VGA uh, label. And I don't know if 95 plus and 95 solo are both uncirculated so this is where you 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 know put your money where your mouth is do the right click open it up the 95 plus says mint the 95 says mint and there's no other words and yeah that's the problem with vga if you are taking my advice and reading every word vga has no words on the back of the label um I'm not seeing the words uncirculated. So I could be wrong about gold. Okay. I am wrong about the gold seal being associated with circulated. What that means, I do believe, is mint. 
There is no gem mint, apparently, unless you get 100. So mint uncirculated is going to be printed below the numerical grade by VGA. And I do believe that is a very, very different piece than simply mint. So let's look at the first three pieces. Paws of Fury, Judgment Clay, and the Bronchi. Bronchi goes off for 13. Paws and Judgment go off for 657. But if you look at those three pieces, which one is the big piece? It's the, it's the Clay Fighter because the Clay Fighter is uncirculated. And according to Heritage Monday, uncirculated is now worth 2x. Because when you have the same game, same time, same platform, same buyers, a lot of people say, oh, you can't make any, any uh, conclusions from one data point. Well, you damn well can make a conclusion from two data points that occur at the same moment in time. Because you can throw out everything else. You can throw out nostalgia, you know, popularity, iconic. You throw all that out and you go with same bidders, same marketplace, same game, same piece, same grade. The only difference was uncirculated versus blank on the back of the WADA sticker, which I'll call now um, either retail or loose. What we're talking about is a loose game versus sending the sealed case pack into WADA or VGA and say, crack this and grade all six pieces or 12, like this Canadian case of Wolverine I have over here, or it could be 30 if it's a Nintendo Switch correctory, if I'm wrong, Josh over in Portland, who I do believe bought a case of uh, the Mario Switch game that hit um, last year. So you can send in sealed cases to both VGA and WADA, as far as I know, um, and it doesn't mean you're going to get 39.8s, 3095s, but you can get 30 or 6 or 12 from sealed case pack or uncirculated. I think that is something new to the game. That is a new factor. And it's almost guaranteed if you send in a sealed case to be able to get that. So unfortunately, I cracked my case before I learned this. And that's a good example of try, try, try. Hit a speed bump. I failed. I should have sent in the whole case. But... You know, I don't want to send in 12 at a time. I think I'll just trickle them in. And I don't think that uh, from a sealed case back is going to make a big difference on a Canadian Wolverine. But lesson learned, if I come across a cardboard box sealed case, I'm going to think twice about cracking that seal. So I think that's the most valuable lesson today that we learn. And as you're looking through the comic link solds, um, excuse me, certified link solds, you see a lot of EGA 95s. 95, 95, 95, 80 plus, 80 plus Zelda. And, and the question is, are there any 80s, 85s that are actually uncirculated? In other words, you know, damage. We're talking about manufacturer distribution damage as opposed to retail damage. So here's something that went off big. Operation Thunderbolt. Let's look at that one. It went off for over two grand and it's not uncirculated. It's mint. So a 95 grade is a very, very strong grade. I mean, that is a highly respected strong grade. Magic Boy, I've seen a ton of these on eBay. I think I even have a loose copy. 95 gold went off for uh, only 600 bucks. So I think if it's not a heavy hitting title um, and you do have a sealed case and you're a gambler, you might want to just send that in sealed. Let me get a 
quick drink here. Um, funny after the Donkey Kong episode, it looks like the other four-figure game was Doom, which is, comes from the derivative of Castle Wolfenstein. Um, R.I.P. Silas, the quiet giant who brought us the Wolfenstein franchise, and he brought us stealth before Hideo, who brought us Metal Gear. Um, I hope someday that historical will come up, but uh, Doom went off for almost two grand, and uh, Diddy Kong went off for almost 2,500, but that was a 968 WADA. Um, Zelda Mask, 1,500. 80 plus VGA, um, and anything over a thousand. Then we go on to GameCube. We got a VGA 85. We got to right click that. It went off for almost 12 shipped. 85 NM plus, so that's near mint plus, and um, not uncirculated. Here's a Game Boy uh, Adventure Island 2 that went off for 3,500. It's not uncirculated, but it's a 95 gold label. Obviously, Game Boy has uh, come up quite a bit over this last uh, last uh, a few auctions at Heritage, and uh, either the blue writing on the left or the Game Boy in gold. I do believe that's called GBO, which stands for Game Boy Original. Looks like the gold doesn't hold as much value as the blue. And then you've got color after that, which is coming up. And then Advance is finally getting a little bit of attention, obviously because you know the timeline gets more expensive as we move forward. The Donkey Kong, the Donkey Kong Land 3s that Certified Collectibles was pumping a little bit, they're selling all over the place. I see them selling for 800 and then 1200 here and then 2000 I have no idea. Full disclosure, 100% transparency. I only won one game at Certified Link early February 2021, and it was Golf for Game Boy. I sold that. Uh, you know what? I sold... I sold a new in-box sealed copy on eBay to a Middle Eastern buyer that I think was uh, shipping through New York to the Middle East. He, I had it up for five hundred. He gave me like two, three hundred dollar offer. I sold my raw copy for more than I paid for an eight oh eight plus. So the question is, my raw copy had a little slice across the top from being opened on a case pack by an aggressive retail employee at the back dock of Toys R Us or something. And I'm looking at this copy eight. And it looks beautiful. It's got the hang tab. The corners are slightly rounded. A little bit of indenting, but I mean, come on. What game box box doesn't have slight indentations on the box? This to me is a beautiful piece. I can't believe I won this with a $131 bid. I actually put in $200. So I was actually to get, I, I actually got into a WADA piece for less than I sold a raw piece for. So the market's haywire or I just got lucky. Game Boy Color Wario Land 2, almost, that's like 2,700 ship. But then again, looking at all the words on the front, I can catch it without doing the zoom now. 95 plus mint uncirculated. In other words, someone sent in a case of Game Boy Color Wario Land 2. Keep that in mind. There's five other copies out there. This is a beautiful piece of trading games on YouTube who's doing a great, uh, a great job collecting the collector community to the heritage community and the WADA community. You guys are doing a great job over there, Jason. Um, I appreciate your content. I'm doing all I can to promote your channel. I noticed that you put together the NES Classic Series all wadded, including the uh, you know the derivative products such as the T-shirts and the consoles, both Game Boy and the other uh, the other bigger systems. So 
here's a piece VGA 95. This is the Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Classic NES, beautiful box. That's a beautiful piece for only $2,000. Um, if you're interested in buying the whole complete set from someone that's running a retro game shop for years and years and years that has relationships with distributors, relationships that can get you uncirculated, amazing sets that you'll never see again. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Check out Trading Games on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, TradingGames.com, I do believe. And um, he said he's going to have that set available. The Mario alone went for 2000 so you might be able to get into that set for five figures, which I think... Uh, is going to be a place where I do have a client that, uh, you know, they're going to see institutional money come into the space. People like Rally Road, uh, you know, uh, Jason said, hey, is Heritage going to let me list this? And if they're not, you know, I'm going to offer it as a set only. And I think that makes sense. It's a one of it's a one of one we call in sports cards. It's a one of a kind. You may never see it again. Um, all sealed, all mint, all WADA complete set with the t-shirt you know the uh the thing you wear around your neck um the the game boy uh the actual console new and packaged to go along with it it's a once of a lifetime museum collection type of thing i would jump on that if you can afford it if you believe in game boy advance um because all the attention is on gbo and gbc right now i would jump on that with this piece going for two thousand dollars um and then you're also talking about a relationship with one of the leading dealers in the industry. And uh, that's the best way to really uh, break the ice with the relationship is to do business. And I know a lot of us are collectors at heart, but, you know, without the money, without the time, energy, money investment, you know, some of this excitement might not occur. It, it, like, do you want to go to Las Vegas and spend a week gambling if you're gambling with, you know, uh, Monopoly paper? Okay, as you may or may not know, I just got cut off. Hopper likes to talk so much that uh, I don't know if he likes to talk. He just can talk. Um, it's something I just do. I was a quiet kid when I grew up. Um, but somewhere in my 30s or 40s, I became the most talkative person I know. I don't know what happened. Maybe it's 30 years or 40 years of keeping it inside, being the little, you know, wimpy kid on the playground, quiet, taking the punches and just sucking it up. Um, Anyway, I'm not sure where I got left off because I'm not really into editing. I'm going to assume that we didn't talk about Super Mario Advance. And I uh, I just wanted to mention full disclosure that I had sold this title in WADA. It might have been 9.8 for almost two grand in Middle Eastern buyer going through New York. And, and this is a 95 mint uncirculated. So if I had a choice... Between the two, hmm, you know what? In today's market, it's just going global. It's going global a lot faster than I can imagine. Full disclosure, I've shipped to France, Costa Rica, Italy, um, UK, uh, Malta. Um, gosh, where else? I've shipped to a bunch of different countries already in 2021, and it's only been, what, 40 days of the whole year? It's the craziest year of my life. With that in mind, if I had a choice between the 98A plus I sold for about two grand or this 95 mint uncirculated, even though that means there's five other copies out there from a sealed case, assuming that that's how this played out with VGA, someone sent in a sealed case of GBA, Super Mario Advance, SMA, 
I doubt if the other five copies are 95, but you know what? In this global market with the German streamer coming on, the Europeans coming on, the US dollar going down, um, American products looking juicy, sweet, because they're high quality and low price, and they're going down every day, which helps counteract the appreciation taking place in the explosive market we call investment grade video games. I would choose the 95 mint uncirculated gold label because I love Wada. I love you, Dennis. I love you, Kenneth. I love you, Ryan. Mark Haspel, I've never met you. Great job on looking across the Comic Con floor and telling Robin all those comic freaks, excuse me, all those comic kids, comic collectors, comic dealers. I'm a sports card freak. Um, I'm a freak in general. They all played video games when they were a kid. That's probably the most powerful words in the industry, and that came from Mark Haspel. I'm 100% full disclosure. I pass along what I know. I don't like insider secrets. I don't like the way Wall Street operates. I want this hobby to be transparent, just like it is in sports cards and Pokemon, where you've got hype and you also got the population reports that you get to look up and make your own decision. So full disclosure, I love WADA. I'm thinking about becoming a WADA dealer someday. I got to get an office first. Um, but does that mean I can't touch VGA? Because in this scenario, I know that European buyers are comfortable with VGA. They like VGA. They already have a VGA. If they already have VGA and they're missing Super Mario Advance, maybe they have the uh, regular Mario, that's an easy sell. That's an easy ship overseas. It's a light item. I kind of like these little VGA cases. And if it's an uncirculated, that's really the straw that breaks my camel's back. If it wasn't uncirculated, I'd probably go with the 98A++. But since it's uncirculated gold label, for me as a dealer, that is more liquid. And, and liquidity is more important as a dealer versus investor or collector. A collector doesn't care about liquidity. I just talked to, I just had a new relationship with a, one of Robin's friends, Matt. Um, great guy. I really recommend uh, checking out his Instagram. Um, the Retro Game. I'm not sure of the exact spelling, but it's the most beautiful raw CIB Instagram display I've ever seen. It's a true collection. It's so beautiful. He was so kind to let go of three pieces in exchange for a Tyson full disclosure. But, you know, he can really teach me about collecting. And, and I asked him, you know, do you ever sell? And he said, no, I prefer to trade. I prefer to get on the phone. I prefer to chat with people. I prefer to, you know, build relationships, build friendships, learn about the hobby, you know, share the hobby excitement. And that's what it's all about. The best pieces are traded. Horse trading is the way to get, you know, look up my podcast episode called Secrets. It's all about trading. As a dealer, I'm moving in that direction, but I have to keep food on the table. So when I can liquidate for cash, that's going to be more valuable, valuable to me than a, than a game I grew up with. I grab three copies. I trade off one to get a higher copy and that type of thing. That's why I would choose a VGA 95 gold label mint uncirculated over a 988++. I hope that makes sense. I don't want to pick sides at this point in the game. It's really early. We don't know how big this thing's going to get. Um, when I look back and regret, you know, not holding on to a Michael Jordan rookie card I bought for 500 bucks. Today, it's a million dollars. You know, that could have bought my first home. Stuff like that type of stuff. Um, making those type of commitments. I, I, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in sharing hate. I don't believe in saying that dealer doesn't do it right or that collector's no good or that's a hater. I believe 
in giving every single person the benefit of the doubt, benefit of the doubt, and giving every person a chance to build a relationship with me. I don't care what happened in the past. I don't care about mistakes and failures. All I care about is how can we build going forward? Because nobody knows where this hobby is going. We don't know if it's going from 10 million market cap to 100 million, or if it's going to go to a billion market cap or a trillion. I think this industry as a whole, including esports, manufacturing, distribution, and reselling, if you add up all the trades going, you know, eBay, Walmart, Mercari, every PayPal family and friend, if you add up everything, including the trades, and the MSRP going across GameStop, Target, Walmart, retail stores, and all the development, and all the licensing, and the esports, and the streamers that are making money from gaming, I really do believe gaming is one of the largest industries on the planet. You know, it might not be as large as, let's say, the internet in general, or the automobile industry, or Tesla. I believe $1 trillion is really our, our target. Now, what percentage of that is going to be graded retro games? Probably not a whole lot. You know, I think most of that money is going to turn into licensing, um, passive income streaming online, either through Twitch, um, YouTube, digital licensing, uh, currencies, Bitcoin. I don't know how it's going to play out, but basically it's going to be digital. And then it's going to be us in the physical corner. So if we lock this down, the question is, how are we going to, you know, build our collection, build our business, make our relationships going forward? And I think at this point in the time in the game, you got to keep every single relationship door open. There are not enough games to go around. You have no idea who's going to be your friend next year, five years down the road when something like a mat sticker sealed pops out of the woodwork. You have no idea who's going to get their hands on the addict find, on the barn find, on the distribution warehouse that suddenly reveals some cases. You don't know whose hands that's going to fall into. It could be WADA. It could be VGA. It could be WAG. It could be UKG. It could happen in South America. It could be cases coming out of Europe, Japan. It could be Famicom. It could be, you know, it could be Famicom disk system cases that we're sending into VGA or WADA. We don't know the future. So what I'm trying to say is that my my big word of advice today, looking at Comic Link and not marrying myself to Heritage, is that you gotta you gotta respect every relationship, every dealer, every collector, every supplier, every customer, every like, every follower, every listener. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Every listener, follower, like that I receive. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you all. I love you, haters. You make me better. I love you supporters. You keep me on a timeline. And I love the people that I've done business with because you keep food on my table. So where was I? I was on. I was going off on uncirculated Super Mario Advance. Moral of the story, relationships, relationships, relationships. So, you know, I got a pile over there. I got a lot of PC stuff that I'm going to send into VGA before this thousand mile move. And I can't wait to get that stuff back. I don't know what a 70 is. I don't know what an 85 is. I got a good eye from cardboard, but I don't know, you know, is it the ceiling? Is it the denting? And that's what I say. Try, try, try again. If you, if you make a mistake, don't worry about it. Um, you know, if you have a setback, push through it. Perseverance, never give up. And if you have enough of those, you're going to get some wisdom and you can become a master. So I'll leave it at that. I didn't get a chance to go over the other pieces in the auction. 
I know there was a ton of them, but this this podcast is obviously moving into the more philosophical wisdom based. Um, how can I enhance your life with knowledge? I appreciate if I'm entertaining. Uh, that's just, a, you know, that's collateral damage. I'm trying to be a, a type of channel that drops free knowledge so that I can uh, enhance my relationships, to be honest. The better my relationships are, um, you know, the bigger my business can grow and the more knowledge I can share. Um, and and as I always say, 100% transparency, full disclosure. Thank you for listening to Game Investing. Hopper out.